Well, gee, we have got a bit of exciting news for our fellow GTCC members. We have partnered with Ketone IQ. We have, Tom. Um, do you know what it is? You've got to help me out here. I know it's something to do with ketones, but I don't know what ketones are. Come on, what <laughs> is it? Um, ketones are basically a different energy source for your body, really. So we use them in the team, mainly for performance and recovery, you know, kind of go hand in hand, really. But you can also use them for cognition. That's kind of a posh word, isn't it? But it's for like focus, really. So, you know, I know of some guys sat in an office, take it and help some well, focus basically for work or whatever they're doing. This sounds potentially very handy for a man who, like you, likes cycling or like me, likes talking and writing about cycling and sometimes needs to focus a little bit more. Yeah, you could definitely do with it every now and again, Tom. But um, they've kind of been around for a few years now. Everyone kind of thought that we were taking ketones like years and years ago, but it took us a while to actually even start it because the team wanted to do a lot of research and read papers and, you know, make sure it was doing what it says, basically. Um, so, yeah, but first kind of heard about it, HVMN from Cam in LA. He was raving about it. Oh, Cam Worth. Exactly, yeah. And you know what he's like. He talks a lot. So you got to take everything he says sometimes with a pinch of salt. But to be fair to him, this was one time when he was actually uh, talking a bit of sense. Nice. So give me a bit more detail here. Let's get down to nitty gritty. When do you use it? Uh, you can use it at the start of training. It can kind of help you there or for recovery. Um, we use it primarily for recovery after the stages and stuff, but another way of fueling your body really. And it tastes a lot better. A couple of years ago, they used to be oh, horrible, absolutely horrible. But now now they're a lot better. That is great news. I was going to ask you about the flavour because let's be honest, something can be really, really good for you. If it tastes disgusting, you're going to do it once and never again. Exactly. So if you want to try HVMN's Ketone IQ, then visit hvmn.com forward slash GTCC for 30% off your first subscription order. Yes, that's hvmn.com forward slash GTCC for 30% off your first subscription order. Go on, give it a try. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a crowd podcast. Hello, I'm Geraint Thomas. And I'm Tom Fordyce. And you've just entered the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club, brought to you by Zwift. Jump on your Zwift Hub One and jump into Zwift. Welcome along. Hello everyone, and if you are slightly surprised to see today's episode pop up on your podcast feed, 
that is because it is a cheeky bonus one. It is a cheeky bonus one, Geraint, because you are ready to reveal your racing schedule for 2024. Yeah, big, big drum roll, the thing that everyone's been waiting for. Since Christmas, everyone, this is the next thing on the calendar, isn't it? When's he going to announce what he's doing? Can't when will wait. he tell us? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to start in Algarve at the minute. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that has changed. It was Camino in December, then it was gone to Algarve. So that could quite easily change again. But looking at Camino last year, they were in the snow and like really bad weather. So Algarve is a lot more appealing. I'm quite happy that I got moved into that. Um, but anyway, big uh, target this year will be going back to the Giro. Yes. So going to go all in, all in for that. Go back one more time. Um, well, may go in 2025, I don't know. But after the way it ended, I'd just like to go back and just just get stuck into it and have another bash. Obviously, Pog is riding and there'll be a load of other good GC guys. Um, but it's a big challenge. and Looking forward to it. Want to go back. So um, that's that. But that's only part one of the plan, really. Cause really? Um, yeah. It's kind of been decided to try and, well, to go to the tour as well. <gasps> Do so, Exactly, yeah. Never never, never been done before. I've never done it before. Um, although I did in 2017, but I crashed out of both. So really hopefully can. this year is a bit, <laughs> hopefully this year is a bit better than that. But um, What's the gap? Is, uh, it, is it five or six weeks? Five. <gasps> Ooh, so yeah. the main thing for me is just, well, for a start, doing that is exciting. Um, the tour is, you know, everyone says it, but the tour's the tour. You know, it's massive bike race. The fact it finishes in Nice, um, it's got three stages down there, that neck of the woods, which I know the roads really well. The last stage starts in Monaco, time trial, up to La Turbi, hard little climb. You descend a little bit, you do another steep little kicker past Caleb Ewan's house. Turn left, boom, drop straight down into Nice, finish the tour. Be amazing. Um, so I really wanted to do that, but then I also really wanted to do the Giro. So I was kind of speaking to the team in December and they were like, yeah, we'll we'll back you, but we need to get it cleared by Dave and Jim, you know, the big bosses basically. Um, and they were all for it. So yeah, happy days. Is You know, the main thing with Dave was kind of discuss and debate and discuss and debate and then we can decide... And we discussed and debated for a hell of a long time. I was like, can we just decide now, please? <laughs> um, and they did. And they were like, yeah, sounds go for it. Just we've got a good plan in place. And the main thing for me is staying on it um, after the Giro. Because um, whenever I do a Grand Tour, that's always been it. I've never really had anything after, uh, you know, apart from a Commie Games or an Olympics where you stay on it for an extra week or so. So this is definitely totally different, massive challenge because two super hard races and to recover. And the main thing for me is um, keeping the weight down. You know, I bang on about it all the time, don't I, about being race weight is, is hard. So to sort of stay good there and then go to the tour and perform again will be interesting. Um, you know, objectives in the tour are a bit sort of... Um, loose I guess to say at the minute it all depends how I go into it because um, the plan is to go there and try and be good and, and get a result although 
as I say, we'll see how I am. I happily help Carlos, whether that's last man for him in the mountains or, you know, further down the line. D- depends on how I am, basically. So, um, but yeah, big, big challenge. It's something that, you know, it's my 18th year as a pro, Tom, which is quite a long time, isn't it? So it is. to do something, to do something totally different and be such a big challenge is exciting and gets me out of bed in the morning. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm delighted you're doing those too. I think they're superb. I've got a lot of supplementary questions. I've also got questions about how else you're going to race before and after then. But let's start with the Giro. Um, do you know who else from Ineos is racing? In other words, what's your position in the team going to be? Uh, for the Giro, I'll be leader or co-leader with um, someone else. I'm not sure <laughs> everyone's um, programs have been announced and stuff so I don't want to you know tell the team but it's kind of how it normally goes you know there's five or six names that are pretty much you know penciled in no one's ever really penned in you know so much can happen but there's about five or six guys that are likely to do it and then the final two spots two or three spots are kind of left until um, yeah the last couple of weeks but um, you know, Swifty, good mate of mine, known each other since, oh God, 25 years probably now. Um, he's keen to go. He's super motivated. So it'd be great if he was there. Um, the Plusky? I don't think so. Although um, I think he's more all in for the tour this year. Italians are keen, obviously. Yeah, it's a strong team, but it's kind of one of them, it's slightly compromised. It's not the best team because... As I said, the tour's the tour. The tour's the tour, eh? <laughs> it's the biggest bakery, sir. The tour's the tour. So, uh, there's a super strong team going there as well. You know, Carlos is looking to go back. He was fifth last year. Um, sorry, I'm jumping straight to the tour now. That's um, all right. That's all right. I'm just, um, I'm just going to say that you'll be co-leader at the Giro of Egan and we can move on from there. And if it's, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, I think t- you'd be wrong, but yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> at the tour, I guess Tom Pickock will be going again without wanting to announce other people's announcements. I'm just thinking about what worked last year and um, what might work this time. I'm also interested in how these discussions with Dave Browsford went because we're speaking now in late January. So he is no longer with the team. So I wondered how much of the discussions were about your racing program and how much was whether United should keep Casemiro or let him go to Saudi leagues. <laughs> yeah um, well that's the thing he, he is still a major part of the team like he's ahead of any of our sport and the team is part of that and so he's lost the title so to speak but you know he's no longer the the only title I can think of is Duke of Wellington but <laughs> he's now <laughs> he's now the Duke of um, a much bigger area which also includes Wellington so you know North Island that, hang on South Island no, hang on North Island Wellington's in North Island isn't it it's not the Duke of Wellington um, yeah. in England somewhere though. it is yeah <laughs> but I don't know where that bit of Wellington but, is <laughs> yeah no idea but so instead of just a place he's in charge of a whole country now anyway put it that way so um, he's still massively part of the team and he's, he still makes the big calls and stuff so because I saw that article on Twitter the other day somebody sent it to me or X sorry and um, 
So I messaged Dave. I was like, oh, what's all this about? Is it like true or is it just the usual January sort of not really any stories and, you know, let's make a story out of it. And he just said it was a load of rubbish, basically. So he's still massively part of the team. So, um, but yeah, those discussions were good. And yeah, as I said, nice big plan in place and go at it. Wellington, by the way, is a market town in rural Somerset, um, situated seven miles southwest of Taunton. It's near the border with Devon, uh, which runs uh-huh. along the Blackdown Hills. Um, yeah, he's definitely upgraded from that then. I think he has. So he's basically got the whole yeah. of the southwest, I guess. Pretty much, mate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what other races? So the Giro and the Tour are the two biggies, and it is super exciting you're doing both I'm really pleased you're doing the tour again because I had a slight fear that something might happen in the last two years and you wouldn't get to do the tour again so that's great news so Algarve and then what's the build up going to be to the Giro yeah so it's Algarve and then I'll do Strada yes because yeah that's one race I'm watching every year and I'm like oh I wish I was doing that's that such a, that's such a G race so, Strada hopefully um, the only thing is now though it's the Has level of cycling it's got too big in it. Everyone wants to ride it. Almost, yeah. And everyone's flying. Like, there's no build-up races anymore. Like, I remember the boys talking about Valencia last year and they're doing crazy powers and this and that. And um, So, yeah, it's just like full gas. And for me, I, will, I definitely won't be at the level to be winning there, but certainly at a level enough to enjoy it and really get stuck in and help Tom or whoever the leader is there because he won it last year, didn't he? So, um <clears throat> So yeah, that would be a great one. And obviously because in the Giro, there's some there's some white roads, some Strada roads. And also in the Tour, there's obviously the gravel uh, stage as well, which looking at that the other day, that's pretty, that's gnarly, that is. A lot can happen there. Mm. A lot can go wrong, put it that way, for, for anyone. So that would be an interesting day. So yeah, Strada is a good excuse, you know, with those stages in the, the Giro and the Tour to do that. And then, what is it after that? Cat- and then pretty much the same build up to what I had last year to the Giro. So I do Catalonia, a couple of days at home, up to Sierra for training camp. Uh, ends that block, we'll finish with Tour of the Alps, go home for about 10 days. And then rock up to the start of the Giro, which is, um, where is it? It's like, it's northwest anyway, so it's not far from Monaco at all. So, um, head over there quite a few stages around there down to Via Reggio which you know really well where we used to live in Tuscany so um, yeah looking forward to it Giro is just there's something about it it's just class in it it's oh, like massively the the fans well into it they love it it's the route there's always something going on there's always a little climb here or there with dodgy little descent um you know, the food and the passion. It's more like, it's like the purest sort of climb, um, mm. race in it. And then the tour, the tour's the tour, but it's just so big. It's like a big circus, you know? It's it's almost been Americanized, <clears throat> even though it's nothing to do with America, but you know what I mean? It's like <clears throat> this big commercial sort of um, machine, you know? For ASO, they get all the money. We get sod all, but, you know... Um, yeah, it's definitely a different vibe between the two, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. The tour is like a stadium heritage rock act, isn't it? It's like the Rolling Stones. Like it's been going around forever. 
people want to go and see it so they can say they've done it. It's massive, but it's quite hard to get close to it. Whereas the Giro is like more of still a massive band, but a band who a bit quirkier and a bit more unusual, maybe a little bit more hipster and a bit more cool. Yeah, a bit more rogue. Like mm. they'll just like drop in like, oh, we're going to be in Wellington next week. <laughs> Which one? Wellington, then? England, oh. not New Zealand. Only 14,000 people, a small market town. Yeah, but that's what they're all about, isn't yeah. it? Just drop in there, just like do a gig, like just in a random field, like fill it up. Who cares about health and safety? Woo, let's just do it. Yeah, they release an album without any marketing. They just bang, they just drop an album, new album without any exactly. warning. Like Eminem, just boom, just drop an album. Yeah. There we go, boys, enjoy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but the main thing for me as well with this whole plan is <clears throat> knowing that I'm doing the tour, so staying on it. Because as I said before, after the tour, it's always been, that's it, you know? So no wonder you have two weeks off and you drown your form into oblivion in two weeks, you know? And you, you just switch off mentally because that's the big hit. That's, and it's, you know what I'm like, it's all or nothing. You build up to that and then it's done. So having, knowing that I'm doing the tour would be a lot easier to stay on it. And I'm kind of intrigued to how it will be because it's totally different to last year as well where I did the Giro and the Vuelta because it was a big gap. <clears throat> I had two weeks off, you know, and it's just a totally different buildup. Whereas it being a shorter gap, yeah, it's just um, <clears throat> be interesting to see how it goes. So, and it'll be a lot easier to stay on it because, you know, it's a tour. Eh? The tour's a tour. <laughs> um, head up to Isla for a bit. Um, the Plusky's going to come up there after the Dauphiné. Um, you know, obviously the family can come up there for a few days as well. Um, and a lot of boys in the team have done Giro Tour. So there's a lot of sort of knowledge in that. Um, but it is totally different for everyone how they come out of a, you know, it depends how I come out of, what's happened in the race. So um, a lot of variables, but at the same time, you can have a good solid structure around it. So um, yeah. And then after that, then there's the Olympics. I'd still love to ride the Olympics, um, but GB is pretty strong these days. And me doing that program is probably... British cycling might see that as a negative, be like, oh, you'll be quite tired, um, which is true, but... You can hold form as well, can't you? Like, if we go back yeah. to the glories of 2012 and Brad winning the time trial and sitting on that throne at Hanson Court Palace, in some ways you could have said, well, Brad will be exhausted because it was only, it wasn't long, maybe like Ten a week. days or yeah, so. Yeah, it was a week or two weeks, wasn't it? So he obviously was going to celebrate that tour. So I remember thinking, nah, it's Tony Martin's going to win this. But he just held that form, didn't he? And in a weird way, the tour was perfect prep for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like I say, you know, he stayed on it mentally. He knew he was doing that. It was a big hit. So you can stay on it then. So, um, yeah, the TT is, I think, the Saturday after the tour. And then the road race is the Saturday after that. So, um, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to be a part of that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens there with selection and stuff. And then after that, mate, I think the next race will be tour down under. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, it's maybe one of the great and elongated off seasons in history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll probably be the odd race, but you know, it's, it'll be pretty much shut it down. Enjoy a bit of family time. Cause I'll, let's face it. I'm not going to see him a lot from now until the end of the tour. So yeah, 
a la playa, a few beers on the beach, a few um, pina coladas, and continue to ride my bike, obviously. And definitely, I'll definitely race something, but um, a lot lower key, less stress, and just uh, enjoy it, basically. Maybe, maybe we take the GTCC out on the road again as well. Yes, why not? Of course. Um, big plans there. Thinking of even moving outside of the UK, aren't we? But Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We'll um, see what happens anyway. Watch our space. Well, if you listen to this, and because we obviously did London and we did Cardiff in November 2023, if you live in other parts of the UK, you fancy the GTCC rolling towards your town, or if you live elsewhere in the world, let us know and maybe we can amend our itinerary. For sure. It's going to be hard though, isn't it? I'm sure what's occurring, we're going to be podding full gas. So it's going to be a busy old summer for me, isn't it? Just constantly working, it Tom. Is, but it, grafting. I'm just grafting. That's what it is. It's relentless. <laughs> no one else is putting together the same elite cycling slash elite podcasting program that you've just outlined. No, exactly. Like, yeah, no one's doing what we're doing, Tom. Apart from Joe Marler on the Joe Marler show. Um, but that's probably... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's oh, mate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, listen, I'm super excited about that racing program. I had hoped you were obviously either going to do the Giro or the Tour. I never expected you to ride the Vuelta ever again, so that's fine. But the fact <laughs> you're riding both is making 2024 an even more enticing possibility. Hang on, let me say that again. But the fact you're doing both is going to make 2024 an even more enticing season than it was already. Yes, looking forward to it. Could go properly tits up but we'll, <laughs> we'll have fun why not looking forward to it see you all next time ciao ciao crowd network a place where you belong Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.